we keep can you add an entry to this like an intro to this one i do want an intro now achieve the <laughs> intro and what do you want this intro to be i could think of a couple different clips that i want on it so can you do you think that you could do that uh maybe so good afternoon everybody um, you may have you heard may, the intro, or maybe he wants well, I don't know. that it, I can't it, do, and so it's not there. Well, it probably won't be on this one. I don't expect it to be right now. Maybe. No, because I won't. Whatever. Anyway, but maybe in the future, we will have an actual intro. Because hey, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, I, There's so many clips that I would love to use, like, match together for an intro. If you're wondering, yes, R.C. Sproul and Paul Washer would definitely be two of those. Um, and then I've got a couple more ideas. But anyway, we titled... Remember, uh, I don't actually have any of these skills. <laughs> everything I do is me just making it up. That's, But that's literally everything that you All do. Right. That is true. Is it not? It is true. Come on, I, we, I really have no we kind of grew up together. I know that we we have the equal um, the the equal amount of skills we both share, <laughs> and all <laughs> of us put together still equals zero. But you know, it's pretty funny when you get older. You realize that that's just what life is. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just they nobody knows they what they're could. doing, and they're just figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but we titled this one. Is there anything? Did you title it? Is there anything else to even talk about? Yeah, because there's not. Because I asked him, I was like, so what are we podcasting on? And he was like, really, is there anything else to even talk about? So, yeah, I mean, is there? Mm, I mean, no. I feel off today, so I... You're um, weird today. I don't know what to do with you. I don't know. But one of the things that I do know, and that's why I said, I was like, I need, we need to just, we need to podcast because I want to have the conversation that me and you have uh, from the viewpoint of two people that are in ministry... Okay. You know, that are doing all this and what me and you talk about yeah. um, during all of this and how we view this. Okay. Which I've gotten in a, in a lot of trouble lately. It's like so many people wanted me to do the podcast again. So I did <laughs> the podcast. you start talking and they're like, nope, never again. mind. I'm like, nope, this we is why I didn't do podcasts. No. <laughs> so I was like, um, you know, I, but I have, and it's it's kind. Of, I've I've actually kind of got like some some serious backlash from it that I was like kind of surprised at. Um, so I just you know I was just whatever, but uh, I I thought I was like, well, you know what, fine. Like I I think that it's worth us just having a regular conversation about it, and, and just me and you talk about it, and and kind of give people our viewpoint on it and, and what we talk about throughout this whole thing. Because um, I think there's there's stuff to add to it. Of course, it's just everything that a lot of people are saying, I think. Mm -hmm. But still, I think there's so many people just losing focus and losing and just still not seeing the points through these things. Yeah. And I am just blown away at the generation that saw 9-11 and I said this on uh, I, I think on Sunday I'm like this this we are the generation that watched 9-11 mm -hmm. and we are watched everything that happened as a result of 
and you know just um what happened to our constitutional rights how the country changed that kind of stuff yeah um you know our fear-based choices how that ended up backfiring for us in in big big ways um i sound like trump right there huh it's very bigly in yes. big big <laughs> large huge ways but we did we saw we saw that in in the result of that and then seeing this situation happen and realizing that i don't think that neither of us like downplay the seriousness of this because we have a two-year-old yeah we have two people in our own house that have that are compromised you know, my, I don't need to get this thing. <laughs> like, if I get this thing, that's bad for me because I have a history of, of asthma. And as my brother is even worse than I am. Mm-hmm. And if he gets it, I mean, no telling what would happen. Well, and Olivia, too, our, our youngest, she was, um, she was at the the end of the spectrum, but she was still technically premature. So, right. um, you know, there's still definitely, you know, whenever you talk about things with the lungs and stuff like that, I mean, there's something that's very, very Yeah, serious. right. Well, she, and I mean, there's, she has no issues whatsoever, but, but that still doesn't... with her being younger, right. and especially she things still that had affect the respiratory thing, she is correct. definitely one to um, correct. have special high risk. care and attention. Yeah. Sure, it's she's definitely high risk, just because... Not not because she's not healthy, but like you said, just because she was premature and, um, you know, there was some... And she still, some... she just turned two. So, right. I mean, stuff's still developing for her. And so, I mean, it, the assumption that we just aren't taking it seriously or don't understand or it does, and, and we have your mother who we care for who yes, is in an assisted who, living home who right. is elderly and fits all of the you know and i'm seeing um, all those the the couple the couple nursing homes that have like the whole things are infected it's like yeah. my goodness but then there is one of those a whole nursing home recovered from it yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. Um, but a whole, and they didn't lose anybody. Um, the point so being, if you think we're not taking it seriously, that's not true. That's and that's, I mean, and that's either. not fair. And I think, as anybody, the other comment that we got to is like acting like it was some conspiracy. And it's like, I don't know where we gave that impression. I mean, it's. it's not a conspiracy. It's It's right in front of you, it's right in front of your face. Yeah. And yet we're, you know, we're just forgetting. We easily forget these things. And we're just, you know, happily giving it up and then excusing it and then shaming and and pointing the finger at anybody who doesn't agree. And I can't believe just in society, like the societal shaming that's happening right now is crazy. Like... What I don't know all these memes and stuff that are coming out of 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 shaming people for being out in the parks and in the beaches and stuff. And oh, I, I, you know, I'm like, okay, listen, people who are getting mad at me right now, <laughs> okay, listen very carefully. I understand, okay. I don't think what they are doing is good. I think. The Florida Spring Breakers prove that. 
I think that they, I mean, that, that definitely proved, you know, um, that, that that isn't the best idea. Okay, but there's a difference between, like, going to the beach right now with everyone versus, like, us going up to one of the, we uh, live right on the border here of the, one of the national forests. Like, the kids sure. and I could go up to a hiking trail and hike and probably not even come into contact with another human being and if we did it would be super super simple to not you know like hey you're passing over there i'm passing over here like i normally wouldn't come get up in your personal space anyways (laughs) so it's not like all of a sudden now i'd like run up and give you a big hug and I don't understand the shaming at people being out in public, but yet you're not complaining about Walmart being open exactly. or different things like this. Like, <clears throat> or if you are, okay, cool. Then I'm not talking to you. And, and you're just complaining all around. Then, so. yeah, I mean, then whatever. But, I I mean, I, I look at Walmart and I go, that is just a absolute, like, Petri dish of of coronavirus and i try to avoid walmart at all costs anytime anyways but especially during just normal flu season like right. it's gross and Walmart's especially disgusting. especially now that we know these statistics and stuff are coming up that hey this virus stays around a little bit longer than we thought yeah hey this virus um it attaches itself to things and stays there longer than we thought and these these numbers are constantly going up whether that's fake news or not, I don't know. I mean, these are these are you know these are things that I've read and that I've seen, um, and, and of course there's there's the other side that says no, that's absolutely ridiculous. This is George Soros that you know, and you're not even on this side that side of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not even that tinfoil hat Heidi that bad on that. <laughs> but then I mean, you know, there's there's just ridiculous sides to this, and there doesn't really need to be a side. But I, I, just that shaming is um it's something that is really sad to see actually in in society it's like listen we you know we don't need to um i understand closing things like bars and and you know and different things like that absolutely restaurants you know i get it um but you know, shaming people for going out and, and just continuing on with life because they're not afraid as long as they're taking proper precautions. I think that's, I don't know, that, that the other, the other side of that though, I is we're Americans, right? And we are used to our freedoms. And I, that was another thing that I noticed during this. We're like, ain't people going to tell me I can't go to no beach. Mm-hmm. I'm in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody going to tell well, me I can't go. Well, that's what it is. So the same people who want to scream, land of the free, give me gods and, or, you know, God and gun. And, right. And, and all of these different things. And now it's like. Want to be subject to the government because you're scared. You're not allowed to leave your home. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, hold on. I mean, if, if that is what it is, you know, then we can't. I don't know. I don't know, maybe I I made that little comment right there because no, that's not what you were referring to. But that comment of because you know, but that is true. It's so funny to see these people that scream, you know, gods and you know, guns and mm-hmm. you know, don't tread on me, and then they're the ones that are just folding over backwards for every single little thing that comes down. Even I mean, this stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean. The, the the police officers hunting down people yeah. from New York and like do you know what that I, I don't care 
what the coronavirus and the stop the spread and your statistics and your uh, your fears, all of that. It's the constitutional it, right. It's a constitutional right that you can't take away. I mean, in a time of, of a, a state of emergency, let's come on. We've already established that if this was about protecting us, this would be, you know, vastly different. And no, it, it, it could be a lot worse. And that's the other argument that people will say. They're like, well, if if you want, you know, if you want it that way, then you want the government, you know, to in implement martial law and be the one that hands out food and you're not allowed to leave your home yep. and different things like that. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying either. I don't think that that's. That's it, but I think there's um you know there's definitely a, a a resistance there that gets shamed that really just kind of um, disappoints me from an like an early American like a 1776 standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know I, I at the risk of sounding too much more ignorant about about this. It's just uh, people don't understand and see what they are giving up and what's happening in reality right now. Yeah. The Travis and Alexis who are with our church and good friends of ours, they, um, and I'll make it clear that my opinions do not reflect theirs. <laughs> so yeah. I want to go ahead and make that, that very, very clear. Um, our, our, my opinions and, and theirs are, are completely separate, um, which we, um, I respect that and that's fine. Um, and I'm not saying that they disagree with me either, they, they, but I just had to make that distinction. Um, but they, uh, they sent the, this video in our, um, our admin group that we have that we we kind of all of us talk in and it was the uh, love life videos from greensboro yep and it was the explanation you know from love life and then and you can go and love on life if you guys don't know who that is it's a ministry outreach program for um women that are going and seeking abortions thank you honey just for people who have no idea what we're yeah. talking about <laughs> thank when you. you say this i mean that's like a very very small like tidbit of what yeah it's very small but so what but part of what they do is they don't go to shout things and bullhorns at people Mm -hmm. that's not that's not what they do they remind me a lot of like how apologia you know how they go they they do they're a lot like apologia how they go out but they go and just try to engage these people if they don't you know not aggressively and not you know not over i guess just not aggressively is the best word but um they also have, they'll hold up signs, you know, please don't abort, we'll adopt your baby. You know, here you can, you know, you can do it right there. But they also share the word. They also preach the gospel through this ministry. Yep. And lately, uh, the last two days, I guess this is, what, Monday and Tuesday? Mm. Today's Wednesday? No, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter anyway. But the 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 two days they were out there, they got they were following all of the city guidelines for social distancing, gathering, you know, 
all these. They made sure that they did not have over 10 people. They made sure that they were not, you know, far away, all these other things. Make a long story short, they got arrested two days in a row. Yep. And literally, the the guy documenting it had a radio show. And he's, I mean, a lot of people know who he is. I didn't. Alexis knew who he is. But um, anyway, he literally was standing there and, and talking to him. They were getting arrested literally for just being part of a church and being out. The charges are... On, I mean, there was there there's there is a little bit more to it because the chart you can go and look in the charges on the. I think they have a video up on their website. I saw it yesterday, but they got they got arrested and they they kept telling they said we're going to keep coming back as long as these abortion places are open, considered essential then we have a duty to attempt to defend the unborn. Mm -hmm. And that's what they do. And they are getting arrested for it. Dude, this, you know what is scary about this is the United States Christians, you're not even ready for that type of persecution you think the left is bad with disagreeing with you and all this stuff like you don't even that that's nothing to what is coming when we already start to see things like this remember we've only got about another four years of trump so if you're under this delusion that he's a godly man and, and leading this country in a christian direction that's cool, but that's only going to be about four more years because I'm assuming he's getting reelected. I don't, I don't see how he does it. Um, and honestly, I, I mean, compared to whatever else is, I, I, I hope he does. Um, that is in no way support for Donald Trump, by the way. Everybody's like, wait a second, did Brandon just flip? I did not, but I definitely don't want to see anything else. I, I mean. Or uh, maybe I do. Maybe I'm. Maybe my heart's ready for it. <laughs> but I just. I guess I don't want to see it, that for the country because they're not ready for what is coming down the pike. And it's not. Got to understand that persecution doesn't might not look the same way that it did in the first century, in the way of of being dragged out of places and beaten. Like we we're we're probably not going to get to that point of it. But the type of persecution is literally just for being part of a, just claiming you're a Christian is going to be an issue. Yeah. And and this is, this is just baby steps at the beginning of something that you just, we can't turn back from. So is, is that anything to panic or anything like that? Absolutely not. I don't have any, I'm not, I'm not worried about this. I'm just talking about this. We're just occupying until he comes. But as far, I don't know when the day or hour is that he's coming. So I don't know where, how bad we're going to get to here. But I think it's really strong for us to build this strong foundation in Christ and have this 
this firm foundation because it's clearly going to get shaken um, even more. Being arrested, I mean, this is ridiculous. And now they're, what, Christians, what now are we to do that they're going inside people's homes that are meeting together for church and busting up groups more of 10 people? You just sent me that article this morning. Yep. Okay, regardless of what you want to say, or how you feel about it, or whatever else. If somebody goes into somebody else's home, that's their own personal choice. You're not serving and protecting somebody, keeping them out of somebody's home. That's not your job to do so. You can't enforce the laws in people's homes like that. Well, these aren't this even laws. Is, these are like uh, these aren't laws. But I mean, I'm just saying like, these are precautionary things. But I'm ju- that's what I'm just saying. Like this is literally that's what makes it even worse. this would this literally makes our forefathers. I can hear them groaning. Um, I can't imagine this. Like I mean, I just like I said, this gets me a little bit American when I feel this. I'm just like, why are we okay with it? That's not okay. It's one thing to do. You know, the the if you want to go and and now the big thing is that these churches are being on the other side, they're being defiant, but it happens to be these prosperity churches that are being yeah. really defiant. And so now everybody's like, see, see what happens with churches. And it's oh, like, okay, it's like, no, no, the no, thing no, no. about that is no, no. <laughs> that's not a church. No, that, that's, that's not, just crazy in a can. That's not what we're talking about. And I've had a couple of people point that and it's like, no, and I'm not saying what they're doing is right. Because they're not, they're, they're, you know, they're in it for greed. They're in it for everything else. Um, you know, nothing to do and the, and they don't, they're acting like, you know, the Lord's going to somehow supernaturally spare all of them no matter what, you know, cause these things are packed with older people, younger. And I'm like, this is, that's not a good idea. You shouldn't, that's not using common sense. Probably not the smartest idea right now, but, um, so that's one thing, though, if you want to do that, and I don't agree with that. But uh, that's where I can definitely admit that that's where my opinion comes into it and where, um, you know, I understand that there's there's other people that, that are smarter than I am that know more than I do that think differently, and I, I submit to that. But you can't go into people's houses and do that, especially when it's a church gathering. That is real life persecution right there. No matter for what it's for. A temporary time? Who cares? Not everybody can do online church. Not everybody has the ability to do to do that. We we've talked with this before. You know, some people their only way is to be able to do it for whatever reason. Sure. Maybe they maybe it's because they don't have internet. They don't have, you know, whatever. So going and meeting with fellow believers and if it does happen to reach over 10 people inside somebody's home that 
What about the large families that are like, we're over 10 people already? Yeah, what are you supposed to do there? What about if you live in an apartment complex? Like, technically, you're in individual places, but you're still inside of one building. Yeah. Like, that's like all of us being in individual well, I think rooms. Well, I think it would be, they would house. consider themselves quarantined. No, I know, but you could go through this all the time. Like, okay, but when Walmart isn't making sure there's not right. more than 10 people in Walmart when I go in there. Right, and how do we enforce this? Yeah. And Walmart that's, I think, what so much of this warning. problem is, though, is that it's just nobody knows what the heck to do. No. So you're getting so many different, like, responses. Some places, you know, are, are acting one way. Other places are acting another way. Like, it's just crazy because nobody knows what the heck. But if Christians aren't ready for this and if they're not willing to do this. Mm-hmm then you're going to be washed away mm-hmm. because what I've seen in this past week, I didn't think that I would be able to see the baby steps of, I didn't even think that I was going to see that. Like I, I thought that that was going to be further on way, you know, a lot further on down the road, you know, when I was fussing about this stuff years ago, and the, not the coronavirus, but when I was, you know, that just the way that this country has so willingly given up constitutional rights and, and, and how based off of fear. Right. You know, in, in almost every situation, whether it be a mass shooting, whether it be yep. this, it's it's we we make these fear based decisions. And then just like the media wants, you have people in every media channel and outlet that are arguing about it from both sides. And everybody's, you know, tearing each other down. And It's almost like Satan is the is master dividing, of confusion. Right. And yet this is his kingdom. That's weird. I know. It, 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 it's so funny. And I guess that's kind of the whole point to the whole thing is the fact that you you have to understand how this is operating and where we're at here. I mean, this is, you have to be sober minded. You have to be that, that Brian, um, you know, it isn't just checking what one person says, uh, Bereans, they knew the scriptures they knew. And, you know, anybody that is spiritually mature can definitely see what's going on right now. I mean, you 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 complete you see the beginning of all this. You don't. We're not sensationalists. We're not better than anybody else. It's not that we have any kind of information. But if you know your, if you know the scriptures, you know exactly what's going on right now, and you can see Satan at work. You can see the God of this world, just dividing people, and adding this this ingredient of fear that yep. is just captivating. Which is, again, completely preparing everyone for these end times where the Antichrist will rise up and will yep. offer all of the peace and safety and all this other stuff that all of y'all are just, oh, my gosh, yes, I don't care what. Because con- right now it's we don't care what constitutional rights we have to give up. Just give me that peace and security. Right. Yep. So constitutional rights, whatever, take them because it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. I just need to feel safe and secure. And that's what I've seen. People like are literally paving the way for the Antichrist. And I feel when you are shame, when how much that's where the shaming comes in. Yeah. For this. Like you go, well, see, this is why this is happening. See, because you people are doing this is the reason why this is happening. 
that's not the case. This was happening way before. Yeah. Have you noticed now? It, they, and they say because it's science. Mm-hmm. Okay. But how Trump is beginning to completely flip on this. Yeah. One almost done a complete like. Which they're saying science, but he also completely pulled us out of any of the, uh, uh, what was it called? All of the environmental right group blah 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 so like obviously science because science would prove to you that yes most definitely all of this stuff is falling apart we know as believers that christ said that these things would happen and and all of the idea of global warming is just satan trying to front run that right but science proves those things as being true so and he doesn't care about that since you said this I have to, I, I, I didn't want to get to this top, like this issue yet, but Sorry. since you said that, no, it's fine because I had something to say. When you said global warming, I think it's interesting because I saw an article on Drudge Report yesterday that was saying how corona, how global warming led to coronavirus. <laughs> and so I read it and I'm like, it's the biggest you're like, yes, that's absolutely correct. And I'm like, Satan is completely trying. Yep. To- <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? This is how, though, and it's not conspiracy. No. This is reality. This is how we get a one world government. Absolutely. Because with this virus, the the severity of it in this, guess what's going to happen now? We're going to start building a, and whether the United States agrees to it or not, I don't know, but they they will have a global tax on this yep and whenever you have a global tax you have to have a global authority to collect said tax yeah so once you have this open you open up the floodgates for all kinds of the revelation stuff yeah which it's not being sensationalist because we're not saying that that's this is what's happening now it could very well be it, but if not, it's definitely paving right, that path. I, right. I think it's no. I think this is a mirage of what it's going to be. I think yeah. right now it's we're supposed to be smart and go like, oh wow, this this is what this could. This is how this works. Okay. This is. I, I just feel with the you know especially the pullback. I've said it two times with God just pausing and slowing down the world. I feel. He's going, hello, hello. Hello, hey, you know, let's let's think about this. Let's assess things here for a little bit because once it goes, it's going to spin out of control it, it, with regulations. Do you, I mean, the severity and the numbers of this and the spread of this and all of this only aids to a global response. Of some kind that we can do the best in the future to prevent something like this. And that's a false sense of peace and security. That is literally the Antichrist government that tells you that. Mm-hmm. Because you know that you can't slow these, you can't stop these. Why? Because these things are only birth pains until that seven years of judgment upon the unrepentant world. 
So giving this false sense of security and giving up our, our, our so easily not holding to our beliefs, we, uh, it's, it's weird for me as a teacher to look at this from the world standpoint. It, it's been a real challenging issue that I've had to remember a lot of different things in it, but it's still, which I've, I've learned things that I have to take into consideration. Um, I'm not saying that I'm, my viewpoint's all right. That's not what I claim. That's not what I'm claiming. Don't quote me as claiming that and don't write a comment that says that I'm saying that because that's not what I'm saying. Um, but looking at it from the other side and from my point of view, I cannot believe the lack of faith that Christians truly have. I look at this and I go, I can't believe how much we all don't really believe that this stuff is true. Because that's what it boils down to. So people are like, no, I'm just scared. No, it's just my anxiety. No, it's just the... It's unbelief. The blah, blah, blah. No, it, it's... If you don't truly know God's word and you don't rest completely firm and solid in it, that's the problem. It's not that, well, maybe I've just been watching the news too much. Maybe it's all of the noise coming from my Facebook feed. Maybe it's just, maybe it's, nope. just, no, it's you don't trust God. That's the problem. That's the bottom of all bottom of this line. that you, you can't, need to go deal with. Because no Biblically, can you can't argue you. with that. Yeah. Biblically, you can't. Hmm. You do not trust God. Yeah. I, we talked about two men that we that we both greatly respect and both are influential in our ministries, Charles Spurgeon and George Muller. Yep. Both of them took the Bible literally. Oh, I can't wait to hang out with them in heaven. Oh my gosh. They they were and that's what dispensationalism and it teaches we we teach a literal interpretation it says what it means and it means what it says and Duh. it's you know we we separate it correctly we separate where old testament law is we su we separate where you know we we understand how all this thing works but we know the I don't know. I, I, I keep going back to what you just said, though. Uh, you don't trust God. Yeah. And you don't really believe it. Yeah. You don't look at the words. I look at those words of Christ. And when he tells me not to be anxious about anything. Yep. That means don't be anxious anything. about anything. There's no little asterisk right there that says, oh, unless there's a pandemic. Well, unless there's am, this. Unless am I that. perfect? No. Absolutely not. Do I worry about things and get anxious about things? Absolutely. And what do I tell you when you get anxious? Shut up. And then what do you tell me when I get anxious? Shut up. And then guess what? <laughs> oh, dang it. You're right. You're right. What am I, I should doing? Have I need to get my right, I my heart right with God and move on. I, I did it just today. I may be doing it in the back of my head a little bit right now. I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to stand above. And what above. did I tell you earlier? I said that don't talk to me today. <laughs> but... But, yeah, you did say that. Exactly, you did. I, I mean, I, hey, I stand convicted right there. I did, you did. Um, so we all do it. 
but uh, but on do a you larger, live in that yeah. and stay there, or do you say, "Dang it, on a Lord, large, I am sorry." Where's your focus? Me. Where's your eye? I'm refocusing myself. Where is your eye taught on Matthew six? Yep. Where's your focus at? Where's your good eye? Your healthy eye? Is that is your foundation built? And I'll be teaching on Matthew seven this week. Mm-hmm. But is your foundation built on this rock? Is it built on the Lord? Like, do you really trust him? I'll find myself being stupid, yes, but the what I've seen is more than just that. You, you're, it's unbelief. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's you know, and and we my, we a had a discussion like Peter falling in the water real quick, right? And then there's you've always been you've drowning always in the water. been drowning in the water, and you've ne- right, and you've never been been halfway be able to walk yeah. on your own. But that's something, but nobody wants to touch that because that means you have to look at yourself with a biblical mirror and hold yourself accountable and seek repentance and then do the hard work that is to change. Take those thoughts captive. Don't let yourself do that. Don't let yourself wandering it off the past, but that takes discipline. You have to do that and you have to get your strength from the Lord to do that. And you have to put away all the noise of this world. And I feel like more and more that we are in ministry, I know it's only been six months since we started the church, like officially, officially. But the more and more we do this, the more and more it's like people just don't want to do it. They just don't. They don't. And I don't get it. Well, because it's hard. Yeah. And the gate is narrow. Yeah. Which that's. Should say I guess I should I should save that for but I'm you, you know what the narrowest gate into the city of Jerusalem is what is the dung gate the it's dung gate the dung gate okay. and they that's like the poop? gate well that's what you would but yes but it can also mean waste it doesn't oh, necessarily okay. have to mean poop we think of it as poop <laughs> I can think of it, it does mean that but it's it, but okay. the smallest gate okay. so that's where the trash comes out huh. Isn't that a isn't that a funny Because there's no coincidence that's, that's right. That's the smallest gate to enter the city was the dung gate. And that's why I know it's not like So that all the trash so enter by where no, all the trash like, comes out. <laughs> no, but but that's but that's why I love that that saying that goes and I understand it's not like technically a scriptural saying, but that saying that says there's going to be a lot of really bad people in heaven and a lot of really good people in hell right because it is right you look at the trash you look at the stuff that comes out like some of the the people that i know have been so influential in my life of just seeing god's word truly lived out are some of the most awful sinners Mm -hmm. you know you could possibly think of you know i remember loosely getting into that a while years ago but then just recently preparing for this Sunday, which yeah. we'll have to say it again, but just recently preparing, I was like, now this, you're right, there's no coincidences. Yeah. And Jesus is talking to a very Jewish audience in this yeah. book, and he's talking to a specific They thing. know so, what gate you're talking yeah, about. He, when he says, in by the narrow gate, that okay he there people say that's just a metaphor because it's gonna you know small well, i'm like yes it is and it is laughed before like when you say narrow do you mean like you know one Barely single car can through. drive through right. or like little english and that, and cottage that garden and that gate. definitely is a is a great application and you still can use that application sure. but in my thought wanting to explain this to text audience about a narrow gate what would they automatically the way that i'm looking at teaching the text i have to tell you what the text is actually you know what the text oh, actually yeah, means yeah. and i thought i was just you know 
a thought that ran through my head, and I'm like, well, narrow gate. I'm like, what is the narrowest gate? Because we talk about the Jaffa gate. You know, we all yeah. know the different gates to get into the temple. And the and, Jews live by those gates. I mean, it's very specific right, from and, Old Testament right, they, times. Correct. Gate what gate you enter yeah. and, and correct. Very and even deal. nowadays, even in, it still mm-hmm. is that way. And most very of the important. traffic still goes through. So anyway, um, I was like, <laughs> the there, gate. there has to be something to that. And so I searched the gate all all through all the different gates to read and uh i found i come to found i was like the the smallest gate is the dung gate Hmm. and i'm like that had to have been what he was referring to because they would have known is that's what the trash passes out yeah enter that but that fits in line (laughs) with everything else he said right Right. i came for the sick the healthy don't need a doctor exactly it's the lowliest of you that will be raised above the rest right exactly so i i was kind of like it's like huh god you're funny (laughs) yeah you're good (laughs) i'm like again i don't know that that's well, I don't hey, know that that's that because that, I, I couldn't find any resource. I, of course, I didn't. I, okay, so before anybody is going to probably send me books, but um, I didn't really research hardcore in to find out if there was anybody else that like, came to the same, came to the same conclusion. I'm sure there is. Well, actually. Yeah, I, I'm sure there is. Uh, so I know, but I I was not. I was just curious. So about no, he is not saying that he's the only person to ever have that idea. Yeah. So that way is though narrow, and most people don't go through that way. True. And that's well, and what, that's why I love when we talk about you know when we walk because we are walking on this narrow path i mean you think of you know walking on a nice paved you know sidewalk or whatever and then you talk about walking on some little rickety rocky path like in some third world country going up the side of a cliff right my attention to detail and my like adrenaline all the stuff walking on that little cliff path compared to just strolling down the sidewalk in the park totally different and that's the thing, because I'm saying, Lord, help me to plant my feet. Every foot, I, you know, every step I take, help me to plant my foot. That takes so much more work than I'm just cruising over here. I got cruise control on. I'm good to go. No worries. I'm not even thinking about it, right? We talk about how when you get in a car, you're on autopilot. When you're driving home from work every day, it's like you don't even, you, you don't even remember driving or like, did yeah. I actually stop at that light? Like, I yeah. have no idea because I'm on autopilot. I'm just going versus you're driving and you end up in some like bad neighborhood and you're going to a place you've never been before. You're paying attention to everything. You know what I mean? Like you saw the cat on the porch back there and like all of these little details. But that's the thing about it is we don't want to put in the work and the effort and the dedication and the, the constant self-assessment and repentance. like And the humility. I the mean, humility you don't, we don't want to humble it, ourselves to realize so that often. we have to give it up and give it to the Lord. And at some point, we have to stop trying to figure it out. Yeah. And that's what most people do. And that's one thing. It's just something that I've seen that I feel. Does it, I'm not being absolute with it, and I'm not pointing any fingers at everybody, but I've seen so much of this argument that is coming back at these things that I'm going, okay, you're a believer, though. Yeah. And at some point, you have to realize that the world's wisdom 
is not the same as God's wisdom. Absolutely. And some things to the world look foolish and you look stupid for doing it. Yep. And I'm not saying that these pastors that have kept these mega churches open that are defying these orders that, that or whatever is that. Okay, my personal opinion on these things that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not being absolute with that in the slightest. Gosh, that was one thing that I really, really need to uh, really need to say in this one again because I people were under the impression that I was absolute in the in the last couple conversations that we've had about this. But I think my disclaimer at the beginning probably should have taken care of most of that. Hopefully, honey, if they haven't figured it out by now, you got to just give up at some point. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else you need to say. I guess, but at some point, we have to go. Okay, the the world's wisdom is folly to God. Yep. And if you've read Ecclesiastes, I mean, even even Solomon found him play. It's thing, he's like, man, sometimes being a fool is best. Of course, we're a not a fool you don't like want to we, be foolish. right? Yeah. But to look at a situation, and I feel that that's where our our hearts and our 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 brains, you know, enlarge or going or freaking out, worry, and we're like, okay. But listen, that's all the world's wisdom. That's all the world. That's not Christ. That's not the Lord. You don't. It's different. Well, I think we all understand people can be book smart or street smart, right? Right. So you can be as book smart as you want to be. That's not going to help you on the day-to-day street smart. It's a good analogy because there's a street smart Christian in the way of not not the way that yes. we use the term. We should be wise. Not in the way of like a literal, our use, cultural, yeah, but in but the way use of. use the, the, the brains God gave us to, to understand. Like you always say, I'm not going to go just walk across the middle of a you know massive freeway and expect to not get hit because God's got me. Right. No, my my brain that God gave me tells me, hey, don't go walking out into sure. traffic, <laughs> traffic through right. a freeway and think that right. nothing's going to happen to you. So there is there is a a level of intelligence that God did create us with, and we do Absolutely. use right. We use it, you you know, thinking of the foods. I think it's important, you know, women, the food we're feeding our family, husbands, the work you're doing to provide for your family, the things we're training our children up with, you know, things of that nature, of course. But then there's I am listening all of this worldly wisdom, not taking anything into a biblical scope, but the CDC says this, the government says this, the world says this, yada, yada, whatever it may be. And not, that's why we've talked about, you know, at this podcast, we used to always say it's taking these current event topics and looking at them through a biblical scope. Christian, if we are not taking everything that happens in every relationship, every situation, every news, whatever, and putting a biblical scope. We have to have those, like, you know how they talk about the rose-colored glasses? We need to have the Bible-colored glasses that we keep on at all times. Right. So everything gets filtered through through that. A biblical scope. So I want to be street smart, right, in quotes. Like, yeah, there's there's intelligence that we use, or I'm not going to go walk out into traffic. But I'm doing this through a biblical-colored scope that says hold the phone a second when i line these things up even if this was some 
crazy, insane plague that was literally going to infect every person. Like, I mean, we, we you can go back in history and pandemics where everybody got infected right. and one in five died or whatever. Even if that were the case, and I'm not saying it is because it isn't, but even if that were the case, and I knew that out of our family of six, at least one of us is going to be dead within the next however long, I have total reassurance in that. I know what comes for us as believers. I'm not all of a sudden going to get wishy-washy on my biblical foundation because of worldly information. World, right. Like something like, no, we've never seen this before. Yeah. You're like, you've got to think different. It's like my view doesn't change. It doesn't change. No. It's still the same no Absolutely. matter what we face. Yep. And people are like, well, are you ready? And this is like, yeah, I, I would be ready for anybody to come in here and hold a gun to my head. You know, that was the thing that used to hurt you. Like, how messed up was that? Did you ever used to hear that? Yes. And I actually had a podcast idea for us to do a long time ago. And I don't know if I told you about it because something was probably going on with you. So I was like, ah, it's probably. Well, like the messed up things it. you heard as a Christian. No, but I wanted to talk about the fact of like so many of us, like I know for myself, I, as a, you know, when we were like teenagers, it was always the Columbine thing would come back. If yeah. someone came in here right now and held a gun to your head right. and said, do you believe in God? Would you say yes? Because they, and I, my, they claim that happened. They claim that. I happened, think that yeah. was fake news though. Probably. But I remember being a kid and hearing that and being like, well, of course I would say yes, because I know, I mean, this person's probably going to kill you. Of course you say yes, because you have to say yes. But then I think back to my life, you know, I think back now and I'm like, I was walking as an enemy of the cross by the way I behaved and, and all of these different things but yet i felt well i'm not that far off because if somebody came in here and held a gun to my head right now i'd say yes i'm a christian right but that it's so that much more than you. that yeah. like that's not what right and you can't walk you can't this is like you said it's a time of self-assessment yeah i have no problem being immoral can, i have no problem you know doing this and doing that sure. and all of these other things but i was like but at youth group, they always tell the story about if someone held the gun to your head, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, of course I'd say yes. Right. That's, uh, well, that was it. Like, I, the messed up things, that's so messed up. Like, why would you tell somebody that? I remember, like, if somebody, would you would you reject Christ if somebody did that? Like, why would you scare somebody like that? We could like do that? a whole series. This, honey, I don't, this episode is really all like, over the place. We could do a whole series on ridiculous churchy no, things. No, it's a conversation. I it know, doesn't need I know, to. I That's what I said. But so. we, could, we should have people, you guys should send in ideas of just like ridiculous churchy things you were told. Like the one from that one documentary, that one kid, he's like, and Jesus will build a heart in your, or a home oh, in your heart. Oh, the home in your heart. And they, I just remember thinking, That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch that documentary again. It's been I, a while. I, it's been a while. I don't remember and it, what it's called. I, I don't remember either, but it, it was where they go to destroy the perceptions of Christianity yeah. in, in, different cult, in different cultures. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, like I said, I don't think it needs to. We need to have a huge point with this because I think this is a conversation of how we look at this but still from my standpoint i still go back to a complete i look at everything through 100 percent biblical lens i've got biblical glasses on for everything and every follower because of that's what should be doing the same i'm i'm blessed to be able to do that 24 7 and yeah I, th I think that every believer should be able to to be that way um while still being able to operate in the world for me i'm able to remain in this as a 
my like my, my job and what this is you know is is one so I look at everything like and I don't have I see such a different response from people that shouldn't be as scared as they are but the more I mean whether people are or, or not or whatever else I, I don't None of that really matters up until the point of realizing the the reality of the things. Not just the, of course, the the media is shoving these deaths and these you know these crowded hospital pictures and all of this is propaganda stuff. Like, it, do you see the one that they use the same footage from in Italy? Uh, yes, for the United. Yeah, they're already do and they do that every they do it time. All the time. Yeah. And, okay, so they're predicting 100,000 to 200,000 deaths because of this thing in a season. And, wow, that's a definitely a, you know, an Didn't incredibly... the flu season do, like, 80,000 last year? Yeah. Just the flu season? Yeah. And they're projecting, you know, 100,000, which, yeah. just in the United States, which I, I guess in the next couple of weeks, that curve is going to have to, um, like, spike, in, which, you know, I don't know. It could. Yeah, what I don't know. Um, but we have to remember that the everything that they're showing you, of course, is going to be in highly populated areas mm-hmm. where pe- more people are more confined. And there's, there is so much fear-mongering in it. There's, I don't even think that there's a lack of attention. Like now, because Trump's turned around and now the liberals still want to blame him and act like... Well, it's because he didn't accept science in the first place that there's still all these problems. What? And he's That's like, no, ridiculous. I just didn't, you know, like I didn't under, you know, that wasn't the case. But the, the I've just, I don't know. I, I shouldn't be surprised because we saw it happen once again, you know, earlier with 9-11. Yep. And, and everything that we gave up for that. It honestly since then because we are so quick for our security remember when all of the police shootings were going on the amount of things that we were willing to give up and do because everybody you know we were we were okay with automatically being assumed that we were a police killer okay that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a stretch but it, it it did it was that way to an extent in New York, which New York did have a a huge problem, and I'm not I'm not making light of that. There were some tragic things that happened, but to take away a whole city's constitutional rights mm-hmm. for the actions of few is literally one of the most non-American things you can ever do. That's the whole reason why we have, you know, these these things in play. Like, yeah, there is some bad apples out there that, yeah, that need to be taken care of, and, and that's what the government is in, and law enforcement is there to take care of. But, you, man, I know this is really still going... To, 
Yeah, you're right. This is all over the place, Heidi. <laughs> I don't really know where it's you're your going. Fault. I thought usually lately it's just you talking and I just kind of sit here, but then you're like, oh, no, it's a conversation. We're both talking. But I also don't know where you're going with it, so. No, I was just, <laughs> I, don't know I was just going, like, giving up that amount of things. I think I just really, truly th- think that this is leading to Christianity being a nuisance is, is basically <laughs> my point on all that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> I was getting there with that. I see. I see where I, you're I, going. I, just and I don't think about, you're wrong. Um, I mean, it's definitely all paving the way. And for those that can't see it, I mean, that's where it's just. Like how, do, how do we get there from police shootings <laughs> to that? Um, uh, my Welcome brain, to my world, friends. My brain this works is, there in interesting ways. This is how but you if you have, if you have, if you have time, I will sit and explain it to you. It will make a lot of sense. Uh, to those of you that know me, you already know where I was going with it. But I mean, just the fact of giving up. Right. Giving up our our constitutional rights. And one of our most important constitutional rights is our freedom to assemble, our freedom to worship. And and that's what this all boils down to is in in our country. That was one of the unique things that we had in the way of being able to boastfully do it, which maybe it's good that we can't. (laughs) So maybe the Lord's actually maybe doing it. but you have to admit that that was a a liberty that was unique to this country in the way of how open we are allowed to be with it, even though it's been silent slowly over time. And once we once we get people scared and okay to you know to the point where we're okay to let the government do whatever we want because we're scared all kinds of things will happen i mean what what is to say that these you know massive well i don't want to give anybody ideas but there's just so many things that could happen that could lead to it being illegal to practice christianity in this country yeah openly not in your own privacy or whatever, but this could lead to that. And as an American, even if you don't believe in Christianity and anything, I think that you should want to protect religion in that form. I mean, this is, listen, I don't, this uh, is an American, not as a Christian, but I mean, I don't think this would, I don't think this should close synagogues. I don't think this should, not the virus, but I mean, just our you know, um, any kind of response, any kind of response that would come down the road that would close, you know, religious centers again, you know, it's, we should never do that in this country. And we already are, even if it's just baby steps now. So now I guess the point of it is we better start building these solid foundations now with the gospel and not sugarcoating anything. And now's not the time to, um, you know, really be, you know, it's definitely to be kind and loving, but at the same time be direct and firm because we don't know how much longer we have anything, any right to do, you know, anything at this point. 
I mean, can you imagine leading this to just state approved government approved gatherings and and mm. you know can you can you imagine what this like the directions oh, yeah. of things that Absolutely. this could go i know and that's the thing everybody's like oh my gosh you know you're making such a big deal out of this and it's like no but again look how quickly things escalate look how quickly we can get from here to there you know right it is and that's that's what it is I think that's what makes it so large and the fact that we've gotten so big in our britches is a is a world. Yeah. And then we realize that hey, we're pretty small. But then we realize how not free and how under a you know, a system that we are and even how that system seems seemingly is not able to control what's going on. Yeah. We we can't keep up. Even if this was a conspiracy, the hot the healthcare systems can't keep up in these large cities with what's going on. That's not. But at the same time, a lot of these reports now are coming out with a lot of the stuff going out the back door at these hospitals, a lot of these reports being exaggerated. So I'm not saying New York is. New York's a mess. Um, but a lot of the stuff you know, I, I gosh, there's some just disgusting headlines that have come up too from it. That just like, wow, I thought we we were good in humanity, but man, when you start playing with sick people and people's lives, you're a lot less righteous than you think you are. And it seems like there's not a whole lot of shame in this. from people where there should be even the reports of this the government now like i don't know i'm not i don't want to get into that but because we could go into all kinds of different rabbit holes but the headlines i mean everything like just in this they were talking about how the government got rid of a whole bunch of or they bought up a whole bunch of N95 masks. Mm -hmm. Like, did you oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. And a lot of these hospitals are going, I haven't are you seen it. Me? <laughs> They're going, we haven't seen it. Where are they? Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, these. Well, because greed still drives everything. You know, I mean, to think all of a sudden that that would stop, it doesn't. The Drudge Report right now, the president now says not like the flu. So it was like the so flu. So he, like but yeah, and he pl he played it off. He's like, what? It's like the flu. And now he's like, no, no. And that's where I, that was part of this doomsday thing where yeah. he's more so like, oh, this is bad. This is horrible. And since, he, I mean, he did. He saw what ha he was going on at Queens. You know, he saw and what that's happened. that's fair. I grew mean. Up. And that is very fair. And and I I agree, and understand that, and I don't take that away from the man. I think well, it's just hard. Just like anyone, he's only got the information that's being fed to him. Right, and to his defense, the man grew up there. That I know for a fact that he cares about his community. Yeah, uh, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't yeah. doubt the fact that he cares about his community. Um, so when he saw that, I I definitely saw there was a a level of. Oh my god. Realness yeah. that kind of came out in him that was like 
I've never seen anything like this before in my life. He's yeah. like, this is where I grew up. I, well, I, when you've I, got I, freezer trucks of corpses. Yeah, and, I mean, you street. don't, and that's I not mean, fake. That's, that's yeah, next level. That is, you know, it is. And so I can't imagine I seeing that in our hometown. Are you I don't want to, yeah, I can't imagine it. But the mass panic while the rest of the world is, you know, seems to be going on just fine is is kind of what's interesting but in that that's kind of the attitude that he was having at first but now he's kind of going back and now he's going yeah the, this whole deadline of the end of april was a fallacy or you know or this easter deadline was fa- mm-hmm. there's no way which there wasn't you know okay sure um i i agree with that but uh you know the way that he's going backwards now and now he's starting to sound a lot like the um, you know, the, the, the right that's kind of overblowing it a little bit. Um, again, I say that so reluctantly because I understand that the, it's, you can't really, you know, and we were talking with my doctor this morning that, uh, you know, there's a lot of certain things that you can't compare and it definitely is bad. And we're about ready to see a spike but depending on how high that that spike really is i think is what you know they're throwing out those 200,000 numbers and i'm like i don't see that but mm-hmm. maybe but look at this this is what's scary though it says new strain lasts for 49 days in infected Good patient Lord. china finds new coronavirus strain this is the ad. This is from the mirror. I won't read it, but that's what the um, if y'all wanted it was on Drudge Report. But I mean, all these coronavirus now the third leading cause of death in the U.S. It says it took more than a month for coronavirus to become the three, third leading cause of death in the United States, according to a San Diego doctor and data from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control Prevention. The COVID-19 is now killing 748 people per day in the U.S., citing it. Okay, so they're saying that that is surpassed Alzheimer's stroke, chronic lung disease. But how many people with those? Yeah, also have that. Also have coronavirus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get into it over Zach because I feel like every time I say that I get some smart comment from somebody that's like well yeah actually i just looked on the coronavirus live sick map yeah there is we'll probably reach a million cases worldwide worldwide today that's crazy and uh, the death shot up to 45 45 000 worldwide yeah. Yeah, and then worldwide recovered, looking at 190 as of this. So, I mean, it's still far, the recovery is still far beyond the death toll. But the the upcoming couple weeks, they think, are going to be the, what they say are going to be the death weeks. Um, that's what they're scaring everybody with. So, I'm just afraid of the things that are going to be coming out with this now if we've got trump scared about it yeah i don't know 
Yeah. What it what line? I mean, we were talking about this stuff earlier of getting arrested just simply for being part of a church group and doing what we, you know, what what this ministry did. Um you know, if they they made it very clear that they don't want to and I'm I'm speaking of love life. But uh they made it very clear that they didn't want to be you know, argumentative. They don't want to be, they're not ultra zealot. They're not trying to, but they're like, as long as, you know, they were saying people died there at these clinics that day, people died. So there was death. There was preventable death that occurred at these places. Mm -hmm. There's preventable death that can occur at these places. Then absolutely they have a duty to be there and to prevent and to save lives Absolutely. as believers. Yep. But that's illegal. So at, at what point do you realize that and, and make that a reality? You know, I don't know. I don't, I think we are as Christians. I think we are just... <laughs> Speaking of that, I just saw um, somebody posted the Texas governor announced yesterday that religious services in Texas are to be considered essential services. His executive order comes after police arrested pastors in Louisiana and Florida for Praise holding God. Sunday services. So Texas. Of course. Good for Texas. And they have in and out <laughs> I, Yeah, I mean... That is essential. Absolutely. That uh, That's good for them. You know what I'm afraid, though? You know, that that, you that being said, again, this is a civil war. We were talking about oh, division yeah. in the beginning. This is going to, this just opens the door for so many different things. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Well... I don't know. I don't think did we we beat this dead horse enough <laughs> for today. It's not a dead horse because there's nothing else to talk about. Y'all are just I sitting know. at home playing video talk games about anyway. Else. I'm just trying to listen to my Will Smith CDs. Now we're talking about coronavirus again. I mean, I'm. I not. mean, I'll talk about the fact that I'm renovating our bathroom right now. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're going on with life just fine. A.K.A. Heidi's completely praying. gutted out another room of our house and now needs to figure out a way to praying make it that work nobody, again. Praying that nobody gets sick and nobody, ha of course, and, and praying that none of you, uh, that nobody gets it. I mean, God's will be done. Um, but You're telling me it's coincidence that New York, who just, we had all that cra crazy abortion up until... You know, the the end, uh, you know, prior to the baby being born, we just passed all that and people were celebrating all over the place because of that. Now you're telling me that's like one of our hardest hit zones in America right now with this. Like that's coincidence. I think it's ironic. I think um, I think this goes back to what Jesus said when he says that, yep, repent. You too or you too will perish. He said, you know, yeah, these things happen. Um, definitely for the abortion thing though. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, when you're celebrating that you're up there, um, they light up the, didn't they light up the Empire State Building yeah. for that? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't connect the two, but I would. I would call them New York to repentance. Is what I would because I would say what Jesus said. I said, "Yep, repent, or you too will perish." Because, but that's. I mean, the thing for everywhere. You know. I mean, it, it's it's not just New York, but we should. Uh, I don't know how many people do you think will upset with this one, Heidi? This conversation. Um, we've been talking for over an hour, so I'm sure most of the people have given up and left by now. Probably. <laughs> we're both sick and tired of talking about it, though. But it yeah, seems like true. all that we're forced into talking about, because that's all anybody talks about. And then they. Well, because like everything else is closed down. There's nothing else to even happen anymore <laughs> these days. So you can't be like, ah, how about that? game nope yeah i guess that is a good point there's nothing else going on in the whole world right now minus this and anytime you talk about something that isn't related to this it just feels like i don't know like shallow or weird you know because it's like why are we talking about that that doesn't matter but then it makes me kind of laugh because we're constantly like why are we talking about any of this because none of it matters jesus is coming Right, and I think, I guess that's the point I guess we were trying to make then, is the saying that we don't want to talk about it. We'd much rather talk about G and how you shouldn't be afraid and how Jesus is coming rather than being afraid, freaking out, and, and not, you know, I don't know. Maybe we just need to teach the word better, I guess. No kidding. I guess that's what it is. Maybe that just falls on our 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 problems but I, I mean th this shows you the lack does this not we'll end it on this but i guess people should take this does this not show you the lack of shepherding mm -hmm. in the church yep which is obviously right in direct now. connection to the lack of faith and trust i mean we are a nation full of just shallow yep the american gospel and it never has been so apparent until death comes around the corner. Death and fear, those are, I think, I think any soldier will tell you that those are two of the <laughs> most telling things about a person when you have to face those. And I don't think Christianity is any different. You're soldier for Christ. And I think death and fear is a reality that you live with and you have to accept. And you have to learn how to own. That was one and, and how do I stand on and say these things? Because that's what Paul taught. He taught this is a battle. He said it's a battle. He meant that literally. You know, yeah, this is real. He meant that literally in the way of, you know, death. And the results of, of even following Christ, you know, are can absolutely lead to, to this. Yes, and, and, you know, I mean, John, you know, we can, we make it very clear if we don't trust in him, if we fear, if we don't. And we're so concerned about the cares and affairs of this world that we don't truly belong to him. 
So that's really telling for, I think, these times. But All right, you said that we've talked over an hour. Let's, uh, let's leave it at that. That's what me and you talk about usually. Yeah. That's how we go at it. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We, we just sit and talk. That's why I said it. We just sit and talk about all day about how we wish and we try. And it's definitely gave us a lot of work to do. Yeah. To be able to, to calm people down and to show up like, just be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. Why are you worried about it? And if, if it does happen, they, well, if you do get it, so what? Maybe that, I mean, that uh, you don't want to go and try to get it. But if it happens, you have to be okay with it. You can't be afraid of it. Yeah. All of us, I think just in general common sense right now, should be okay with it. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter all the precautions that you take, going out into public right now, nothing less of doing anything, even in your necessities. Even if you have to go to the grocery store, and that's it. You still are taking a risk yeah. of getting it, regardless of how careful you are. So every one of us should be okay uh, and make peace with going, oh, I could get this, mm -hmm. and it could kill me. Because it's everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to take every precaution I can to not get it. But I could get it, and it could kill me. And, but put that on top of faith and you're like, if it does kill me, that means Christ. Painful death, maybe. But that's only a brief moment. But that's only a brief moment. Do you think that, do you understand the persecution and the things that the apostles suffered? You understand the, the beatings, the... The slow, torturous deaths of these early Christians. Yeah, this may be brutal, but if this is what, you know, I, I'm. They, they still weren't afraid. I think Stephen is a good example of that. Yeah, perfect <laughs> example. But, all right. Well, we'll work on an intro in a, um... We? Hi, well. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>